Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, we wander around the surprisingly uh, active Genesee Valley Park with Charlie Granger. Charlie is heading to Western States this year, but He's raced out west before, so this is no big deal, right? I mean, it's only western states. Uh, He ran uh, Angela's Crest 100 as his first 100-miler, he thinks. Um, He's from the San Gabriel Mountains, so, you know, it just kind of made sense. As for uh, locally, you may have seen Charlie around Twisted Branch 100K, many on the Jenny, Last Render Standing, and uh, maybe most recently at Cayuga Trails 50 uh, this past weekend. Uh, this was a um, a fun experiment of a podcast. Charlie and I uh, wander around, as I mentioned, the uh, the very eventful day at Genesee Valley Park, and uh, we chat about how his training's going, how he plans or uh, doesn't for these big events, um, and just some life things in general. And uh, as you'll see, both of us have a bit of a fun time trying to remember, well, uh, anything from the past so feel free to shout into the air as you uh, hear us stumble through a bunch of our uh, thought exercises trying to remember well just trying to remember Um, anyways enough of the preamble and spoilers let's get into the trails training food friends and yes even feelings of runners just like you I don't know if we're going to get rain done, but we're going to give it a try, right? I think it's just starting right now. Well, it didn't look like it was going to last long. That I can't say. How weather safe is this? Um, I mean, as much as, I mean, I think we are, right? How, how weather safe are we feeling? You feeling sassy? Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling eight weather safe. All right. It's training. Yeah, man, it's coming up fast, isn't it? Yeah. I just got to get crew stuff ready, and it feels like oh, mm-hmm. you got the uh, you got the second-rate koozie here. How about second-rate? Yeah, because that's a like a prototype koozie they gave us a couple years ago. I went to a concert at Fiddlehead. Oh, if you nice. notice, that one fits much better. Oh, yeah. When you go, they they have these koozies. They just throw them on the table, you know. And this one was not cut. Uh, appropriately. Not the right way. Or it got stretched out by a mm-hmm. natty daddy. No, it was actually <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a little too long. Alright, so we'll put this thing away. Put this on my back and we'll go for a stroll. It did it looked like though it was gonna like just blow past us. So I don't really know. Whatever, yep. Bottles of boons. Oh, it is raining. Summer, I know. Well, we can hang out in there if it really comes down to it. Yeah, so uh, this is the podcast, I guess. I like <laughs> well, this. Welcome to the show. This is how I imagined it. <laughs> I think this is what everybody imagines, right? Let me drop this off here real quick. Uh, so what you been up to? You know. Anything good? Same old. Yeah, you were out in California. Did you go to the um, the previews? 
No. Oh. No, I was out for work. Oh, because um, Abby McCarthy uh, actually went out and did the uh, training camp. Oh, really? Yeah. So she was doing all, she was sending back like pictures. She sent a picture back from Roby Point. Nice. Yeah, it looks good. So everything, yeah, it's supposed to be no snow and stuff. Right? Yeah. Or minimal. I think what they do for that, for the Western States course, I think they run it over four days. Yeah. So. I had thought about, it, it already seemed impossible just because I was already going out for Western and then knew I was going for work and then also going back for Angeles Crest later. Oh, wow, you're and going. I was like, you got... too many California trips. I can't. Woo. All right. <laughs> can't do, throw any more in there. That's a lot of California trips. <laughs> Three. Well, you didn't pay. You pay for two of them, right? So that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is to get work to pay for your trip. I, to I almost did that with this one. I had a because there was another conference that was like originally going to be in March. And then they were like, as soon as I went to sign up for it, they put they were like, this has been postponed to the week of and it was exactly the week of oh. Western States. And I was like, that sucks because I already bought my plane ticket. And I could have had work pay for this, you know? And yeah, I actually was like kind of manipulating it. And my boss was like, I don't care. Yeah, we can just reimburse your tickets or whatever. And, but the more I looked at the conference, I was like, it's not really, it's a lot of hassle to try to like plan for two things. You know, thousand, and, thousand, fifteen hundred bucks, like your flight and your room and boards yeah. paid for? It, it just started getting a car, lot more rental car. Yeah, because I was like, okay, then I have to get a rental car. And then I'm flying to Sacramento, drive down to Monterey, <laughs> drive back, and oh, I'd have yeah. to drop off the rental car and, the, and then pick it back up to do it for myself to get to. <laughs> and the last thing you really want to add to Western states is more logistics. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you can just see it. I mean, I'm going to be crewing for Davin, and I'm already up to my head in logistics. You know what I mean? And yeah. I've done it once before already. It's, uh, I haven't even really started. I don't have a, I got a room booked, but I don't have flying into Reno, and I haven't figured out, like, I think I'll probably stay in Reno the first night because I get in late, <laughs> but I haven't worked that fully out. I would offer you to stay with us, but we're <laughs> flying into Sacramento, so. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that stinks. Nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Should be good. What, what made you pick Reno? Anything? Uh, at the time, it was cheaper. Mm. And it seemed more shorter route, I guess. But Yeah. Well, we should then, probably back up for folks, you know, that are going to actually listen to this conversation. Oh, yeah. And tell them what the hell we're talking about. So, you... Um, you're a uh, a one ticket wonder, right? I am. Yeah. And two, uh, two really. A two ticket wonder. Two two tickets. Two whole okay. tickets. Wait, you got two in the same year, right? Or did you you put it? This was your second this year in the, the West. This is second year. Oh, yeah, okay. Applying, yeah. All right. And your what was your first ticket? Was it Eastern States? Um, what the heck was it? Um, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> Most people remember that sort I of thing. I do not recall. I guess 2019 was the first year I applied. It could, I think Angela's Crest counts? Must count, right? All right. Yeah. I don't recall, actually, but I did put in for 2019, and then 20, wait, maybe it was 2020. I don't remember. 
And it was a Chris. twisted it was a twisted branch ticket from last year, right? 2021 20 twisted branch ticket. No, it was Eastern States last year. Eastern States. Yeah, so okay. Eastern States. I think technically the world's end too. Right. I did I did World's End in 2020 and barely made it in. I think that technically counted, but either way, yeah, right. they both worked. So you've been doing hundreds. This is not going to be your first hundred. You've been doing hundreds for a while. Kind of. <laughs> Three years, four years? I did, I've did. i done two. I attempted a third. All right. Oil I, Creek. I remember, I think we first met the third, the third year of Twisted Branch. When you stayed, think so. you stayed late, uh, yeah. well into the evening, helping us clean up. Yeah, and that was like what? So that would be 2017. And you, you were going. Maybe it was you, the next year. Yeah, maybe it was the next. You were doing volunteer hours, maybe right? It was 19. Yeah, I was, exactly, trying to get volunteer hours because yeah, 2019 I was gonna do. I did Angeles Crest, and I was going to also do Wasatch. All right, we're to cross this loud bridge here. This will be fun. That means if we get poured on, we got to run across the bridge, though. <laughs> so we are, we are. Uh, oh, yeah, this is definitely loud. It's going to be good for the listeners. <laughs> we'll see how much of this I, is actually, you know, usable. We won't do any good content here. We'll just uh, give us some context. So we are in Genesee Valley Park, right? Uh, which is fun. We got it fun. like outside. Crossing Highway 90. <laughs> well, no, 390, not 90. 390, right? Always safe. Looking beautiful, as always. I'm never a fan of <laughs> walking over highways. I don't know what it is. I can never. Like, you see how I'm drifting into the middle of the road? Like, I do not enjoy walking over highways. Highways in general or bridges, too? Like, I can, some bridges are okay. Like, okay, the water, not as bad here, you know, the canal. Even though it still spells certain doom, right? Uh-huh. But there's something unsettling about the cars, like, going under you. And, like, yeah. you're seeing the traffic, it's right there. Ooh, it's yeah. not stopping. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's weird because my son has it too, and I definitely didn't teach it to him. Like, cause huh. we don't walk across. I'm not like, boy, your dad's really creeped <laughs> out by a bridge. Stay away from the bridge. You know, it's just strange. It's funny. But uh, yeah, so we're we're uh, recording on location in in uh, GVP here. Um. And Charlie is telling us the story of uh, why he does these dumb things. Uh, Charlie's going to Western States. And let's see. Oh yeah, we were talking about the first Twisted Branch. You were, you were getting, when we met, not the first Twisted Branch, but when we met at Twisted, you were doing volunteer hours to go out west, right? Yeah. Yes. And that was gonna be your first big ultra. Yeah. And then I get, well, did I, had I done Angelus at that time? Mm. I may have. I don't think so. I, because I, I remember thinking, like, for the additional challenge of your first, your first hundred, you're going to go fly across the country. Yeah. I think it may have. 
one way or the other. But yeah, if that was it was supposed to be back to back because like Angel's Crest is like early August and then Wasatch is September. And even at the time, I was like, this is probably dumb, but these are two races I really want to do. And sure. And then after doing the first Angeles Crest, I had definitely convinced myself during towards the end. I was like, no, <laughs> Wasatch is not happening. <laughs> this is wow. ridiculous, and I may never do one of these again. You know, <laughs> and uh, but of course, you know, you get the typical like. Shortly after, I was like, I'll definitely do more hundreds, but still, definitely not Wasatch. That's I'm not ready for that after this. And, and also, I was a grad student still, so like affording a plane ticket and looking at logistics. Mm -hmm. It's like Angel's Crest, I have family and stuff nearby, so it's like, oh, that's easy, it's all worked out, you know? Oh, cool. Wasatches. And are you from out west? Yeah, California also, and actually in like the San Gabriel Mountains where Angel's Crest runs oh, through. Oh, wow, that's where, so. that's where you get these good looks from, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow, nice. <laughs> uh, that's cool. So, have you always been like how did you get to the point where you thought running long distances was a big uh, good idea have you yeah. always seen it out west out there like no. that or i uh, i hadn't even heard of it really till i was more into rock climbing than anything and always have been and that's when i got into running was a few years ago either way it works for yeah. me um yeah but uh I've waxed and waned on the climbing a lot, and at some point uh, I was taking it kind of serious, like in 2018, I guess, or 17. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm being smarter, I'm like not getting injured and stuff, and training actually, instead of just like throwing myself at the wall and like trying to pull as hard as I can, and you know, I'm like, oh, I'm getting wise, I should, uh, you know, part of training, I should do some cardio, because you don't really do cardio and climbing so I don't know dude I'm climbing my heart's going <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure so I was like hey, maybe I'll run you know and I was at the U of R doing grad school and there's treadmill like and actually in so I was working in the meds center that was where my office was in my research and so I was like well this could kind of work because I can just go use the gym either in the med center or on campus and at lunch, which works perfect. When was this? What year? Like yeah, around about there? 2017. Yeah. Okay. And it was like I already knew like I struggled with running, just being bored. So like at some point I had kind of tried a while before, like five, six years back, and just you know I could do it with headphones, but I was only doing road running, and then I was again like not doing smart, being smart about it. So I would like hammer the mileage up really quickly and then my knees would hurt and I'd be like I'm not made for this <laughs> and uh but like along with the climbing that I had the same idea like oh maybe I should be smart about this and I'll take it a little at a time so I did that and I was successful I was just like we'll start with a mile today on the treadmill and see what happens and I couldn't even do a mile you know like running and oh. wow <laughs> go-karts They're wearing, you see they're wearing like masks. Ski masks. Yeah, like they're gonna go, like they just robbed uh, a little bank or something. Yeah, we, bunch of. <laughs> That's. This is entertaining. 
Wow, that's something. You don't see that. Just got passed by like a go-kart and two trail 90s. <laughs> a go-kart go posse <laughs> that just stuck up some uh, corner store somewhere. Wow. A ski mask, like ski mask, ski like mask. old school ski mask with just the eyes. Very suspicious. <laughs> yeah, suspicious. <laughs> sus, as the kids say <laughs> these days. Very sus. Obviously, they thought we were bums. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, we were in their way. Um, yeah, okay. So you, you decided to... Man, I'm so distracted. This is great, though. I think that's going to be the hard part about this whole yeah, we should get, We should get out the selfie stick and, like, you know, just do this as a video so people understand what the hell we're yeah. seeing. I can fly the drone behind us, you know, like... You although I'm not a good drone pilot, but I do have one. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm not good at it, though. These trees. We'd be, more spending, entertainment. We'd be spending more time talking about what the hell I'm doing than anything else. So you decided to, like, actually train? Kind of. Like, it was just like, oh, I'll run a little bit, and then I'll run a little more, and then a little more. And, and then I kind of hit, like, three, like an hour on the treadmill, and I was like, there's got to be something better than this. <laughs> I be can't <laughs> keep this up. And uh, I was like, well, I do like trail. I'd heard of trail running. I'd, like, dabbled. But it was, you know, it always seemed like impossibly out of my fitness level you know i'd be like i can barely hike a lot of this you know like how am i gonna run any of this I, I like it i like the environment but and i still had this concept that like running you had to be like running running and, yeah but then like total coincidence at that time that brendan leonard how to run 100 miles oh yeah video rei came across yeah. my like inbox and i watched it and i was like these guys aren't running. This is amazing. Uh, it's, it's really just great. Torture. And that's what I like to do. I like going out and you know, <laughs> suffering. And then I, I've gone through exactly this. Uh, like watching it play out. I'm like, they hate life right now. And then <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, they finish. And then they're like, oh, that was cool. Let's do it again. Then they get sandwiches and yeah. everything's better. <laughs> and I was like, look, they're eating potato chips. That's cool. Like, who knew? You know. <laughs> And then I was like, I think I should try that. And that's like exactly what I need to like motivate me to actually train. So it's amazing how media can give you bad ideas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then like looking back, I remember like Jesus. I actually had spent, I did an internship in Albuquerque and I started up backpacking a little bit. And I went up to Silverton at one point with my wife. She came out to visit and we were like touring around and hiking and stuff and we went to this mine and this old guy was talking to me and I remember him telling me he was like yeah I did a hundred mile race up here da, da, da. and I'm like thinking about my backpacking and I'm like I can barely cover like 15 miles <laughs> and he was like I was like well how many days does this take you and he's like well so you know like 20 well one day or yeah, you know, right. like plus or minus and I'm like this guy's so full of shit, you know. <laughs> I was like, just remember thinking that and being like, there's no way that's possible, you know. And he was trying to explain to me aid stations, and I was like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like what do people, you <laughs> people go into the woods and they feed you food? He was like, yeah, he was like, there's stations, aid stations. I was like, for medical? Or he was like, yeah, like food and stuff. I was like, how do they get there? I don't, 
But now I look back and I'm like, I was there. Hard rock. Like you were right there on the oh, course. And, uh, wow. It was cool. So, yeah. That's funny how that works out. It is like small coincidences yeah. throughout. Well, it, and it's, you didn't, like you didn't know that some some people would be like, oh my God, dude, you were you were like on the hard rock course. And what was it? You're like, I was just walking through the, through the <laughs> just cruising trails going up this mountain. Like I didn't know, Talking you know, you were on hallowed ground. Yeah, and, exactly. And like, yeah. it didn't even sound appealing at the time, you know, like for any, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, even if this is true, like, yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. You're not asking them how to get into the lottery at that point. <laughs> no. But yeah, that's funny. And so you decided, like, how did you go from you had heard of trail running, hour on treadmill, there's a better way. Did you find, like, running groups? Did you hook up with friends? You I seem just, like a fairly independent kind of runner. I, I am. I've always, I don't know, I've been lurking a, lot, a while, I guess, and I've always been kind of like that. But at the time, yeah, I was just, I did, like, dive deep. As soon as I learned about it, I was like, Mm -hmm. just internet searching everything I could find. There was podcasts and I did listen to some of yours and I was like, oh, there's stuff here. And looking around and uh, I just was like, okay, I'll, I guess I gotta figure out how to find a race. That's the step one and find the right one that like motivates me. Angela's crust, sign me up. Well, the first one <laughs> I did, what, I ended up settling on many on the Jenny actually was my- That's your first trail first race. first trail race, yeah. Wow. And dude. first, anything over marathon i was gonna say you went you went big 40 miles that was like right where i wanted it i was like i don't want to do like the, the 50k <laughs> where it's like you just barely passed marathon i was like i want to earn it and at least know like is so, this what i want to do or not so i was training for the rochester marathon and over the summer and i was like man there's got to be something different than these roads right and i'm like i'm listening to game of uh the game of thrones series on audiobook and i'm listening mm -hmm. to the robert jordan series wheel of time and all my miles every mile i ran just people were dying and nobody was smiling <laughs> like that's what those two book series are about is like people dying being alone and just not being happy <clears throat> and i was like oh this is this is no way to <laughs> And, and I don't know how, but I ended up uh, damn good uh, trail race was my first trail race. Ah. And I thought, I thought like 14 miles for the first trail race, I don't know. I don't know if that's good, but you go to the same park and you just do 40 miles. <laughs> you only had seven miles of the damn good course out of your 40. <laughs> that was, yeah, I, I wanted like a little challenge in it too. So, and that one was just right. And it had like, has the Genesee River. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I actually, I do, there was one guy, Greg Casto. Mm -hmm. I had been climbing with him a little bit at the time too. And so he had like the inside loop on many on the Jenny too, or inside scoop. And he was, yeah. I was like, oh, I was kind of looking at that. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Greg's good. another guy that can just. He was working at just, the Rochester Running Company at the time. And he's another guy that can just rip off 40 miles because exactly. he feels like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was giving me like some tips and stuff and and we had another mutual friend too who like i was trying to convince one other guy i was like hey man i'm gonna sign up for these races you know uh 
you should do it with me. You know, I, I figured he had the mindset and he was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But then I, this other mutual climbing friend, I just like, I was like, oh, I've been training for a race. And he's like, really? How far? I'll sign up. I was like, well, it's 40 miles. And he was like, okay, yeah, what's the link? And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. And we wound up like running it together actually. And like, yeah, Greg like shot past us early and, uh, and me and my other friend, we, we always joke that we have like the uh, record for the, the, wor the worst positive split on the, because <laughs> we like hit the first half really hard. And we were like, this is great, no problem. First 20 miles down, and then you hit the second half, you know, and it was like, I had torture. <laughs> I had five hours and seven hours for my splits, many on the Jenny. I feel like we got the first, I can't remember now. It took us, geez, I wish I could even remember, but. That might even be gracious. It might be five and a half and seven and a half. I think we were like nine total. I feel like we did the first half in like four or maybe even a little less. I can't remember. Nice. I, I wish I could. I'm sure it's, it's written somewhere. Hit up. It's, uh, somewhere on Eric. the internet. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll find it. I don't know. We'll see how much research I do. There probably this. is a way worse record too, but yeah. Oh, I, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there, I, I know, <clears throat> I don't even know what really contributed to mine. Like, I just think I just was like, I don't know. Uh, the, the first 10 miles after, after, from 20 to 30, I was just sort of like, recuperating i spent a half hour at the aid station in the middle yeah. i did like all the things and i just i hung out and i ate i put yeah. my feet up like i did a lot of stuff <clears throat> and then yeah. from 20 to 30 i was sort of like getting back into it then i ran into mike valone and we hang out and we ran and walked and, and through the ditches and swore and laughed yeah. and so but it, i love that race though it's so cool Next year, I think, or maybe it's this year, they're going to go all the way around. So it's not a horseshoe now. They found a right. path yeah. no, uh, to, to go all the way around, full circuit of the Lutchworth State Park. So I, that's pretty cool. I like that. I, I've been meaning, I've been wanting to go back, but it always seems to fall like, I have this like, you know, yeah, list of races that I've been wanting to do, and it always kind of ends up like... At this point, I'm still like checking off, like, oh, check that one, see that one. Right, that you're one. one of the people that uh, don't like to go back to the same race twice. I'm, I'm okay with it, um, and some of them I have, but if yeah. If it doesn't conflict. It's exactly. Well, it always falls uh, on the weekend of my wife's birthday all uh, the time. Yeah. But she was the EMT for it for a long time. So that was kind of neat. She was the oh, EMT nice. for it the, year, the first year when I ran it. But she, um, she didn't do it this year. She, she stopped being EMT, actually. She handed it off to her friend Kim, trained her up last year and handed oh, nice. it off. And then she was like, so uh, I'm gonna be free for my birthday this year. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I'm going out to California. So, oh. <laughs> so you know. What are you doing in California? I'm going out to Crew Dauphin for Western oh, oh, States. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Same. So, yeah, you're going for Western uh, States too. I'll be there, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it's the that. whole. It's the whole thing. We're gonna. I'm gonna see you there. Like yeah, I, we should. Be pretty we cool. should be able to meet up on Friday at least. Yeah, I'll be. When up. are When are you getting into Western States? I will be up in the area definitely Thursday. Definitely so. Thursday. Yeah. All right. 
So then, yeah, we'll have to hook up because... Fly into Reno Wednesday night late, and then I'll just probably crash there. We were getting in late on Wednesday, and we didn't really super love that. So we're getting in late on Tuesday instead. That seems a little better. Just going to stay at a hotel near the airport on Tuesday. Yeah. And then drive to the house in Tahoe um, Wednesday. Where, where in Tahoe are you guys? Uh, South, South Lake Tahoe. South Lake? Okay. I'm on the opposite end. I'm on, up in Truckee. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's the place to be. Truckee. Well, last time when I went with Jamie Hobbs in 2018, we uh, pulled in the Tahoe and we went to uh, Alpenglow Sports. Uh-huh. It's a local running store there. And uh, we met Courtney DeWalter. Nice. Yeah. They had a little like uh, Solomon athlete thing there. That's cool. It is 637. Oh, good. Long as I'm in the hospital before visiting eight. All right. You're almost there. This is good. This is good audio. You're good it's this way. The hospital's this way. <laughs> he's going the wrong way. He's going to stop and have Well, him. he's got to be back for visiting. Yeah, he's got to be back. I'm curious to see. He's got an hour. The visitee. 20 minutes for recreation. <laughs> recreation in GVP. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. We, like, you know, just kind of circumstance. But, you know, it's a, it's good to be in one of the one of the cities, right, that are associated with the race, because you will run into people that week, of course. Yeah, no, it should be cool. It'll be fun. And uh, yeah, we should hook up at the pre-race stuff on Friday, definitely. I will be there. Are you, bringing, are you bringing a crew out there with you? I am, yeah, I got some of my friends from Southern California coming up. Mm. Um, grew up with them. They're making the trek up. And... Are they runners? Uh. Not really, but they run, they dabble. And uh, yeah, I got one friend, so it's actually like, my, I will have two of them will be pacing me. And uh, one of them, I tried to, to convince them, because like, I grew up with all these guys. Oh, we're at the, yeah, back. entering the uh, no open beverage area, huh? Yeah, I would guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I figured like, Growing up with all these guys, like we all did the same stupid stuff as kids. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's going to be That's so training. easy yeah. to convince my friends to join ultra running. <laughs> and uh, I was also wrong there. Yeah. Like I only got one of them. Huh. After I did Angelus Crest, he, he crewed and he was like, oh, he started doing some running, entered a few races too, and he'll be pacing me. Um, all right. But he's already like waxing and waning on that, which makes it kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the other one is his brother actually um, started running a little more and trail running and stuff. So, and he's been, I think, getting fit. Seems like he, I have no no doubt that they'll be ready to roll. But that's how we kind of do it. Is like I'm not like checking in on either of them and being like, "How's the training going?" I just like I trust it. It'll be <laughs> all right. You're winging it, so It'll to speak. It'll be good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, how's your uh, training going? You said you've been doing a little ad hoc PT and what uh, have you. Yeah, it's not been perfect. <laughs> Never my, is. My knee started, it's been bugging me for like two months, pretty much since the uh, last runner standing. Uh, I, uh, 
I think I hit it a little too hard. And you know, that uneven surface and all that, you know, when you like run on snow and slush and, and your knees get like yeah, you achy because got... all the lig extra ligament action, you know? Yeah, all the left to right. And that was normal. And I was like, oh, this feels good. And then I think I just got excited. Like whenever I hit, you know, an early spring thing like that, it's like, I'm just gonna ride this wave and stack more mileage on and bad ah. trail conditions. And uh, I just started noticing like, putting on my shoes, I'm kneeling on my knee and I'm like, ow, this hurts oh, no. bad. And I'm like, well, it's just tendonitis, it'll be fine. So I started doing a bunch of exercise, like stair steps and stuff, and which probably made it worse because at this point I'm pretty convinced it's not tendonitis. But yeah, and it's just been like up and down. Does it affect your, it affects your running too? Yeah, it's like, I get, I can definitely feel some days I'm just walking and I'm like limping and sometimes it feels like total loss of stability going downstairs is mm. terrible it's and some days it's okay you know but that's the weird thing about it it's it's like some days I'm just sitting I walk around the office a little bit I'm like slight limp and I sit down for 20 minutes do some stuff and I get up and then it's fine huh. I'm like I don't I don't know what happened um, yeah but that was like running it was like I'd train and I'd start picking it up and I'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna power through it. It'll be fine. And it felt okay running. But then the next day would just be like horrible, you know? It feels like sloppy. And so I'd be like, okay, I'll take it off a few days, you know, like right. chill. And just kept riding that same pattern. And finally I was getting stressed out a few weeks ago and I was like, all right, let's just, take a whole week. I'll only like bike into work and do some bike rides on the weekends, no running. And that didn't seem to have any effect. So I took another week of nothing. And that kind of helped. Like I reached a point where it felt better just walking around. And then I also bought like a cheesy leg knee brace. Yeah. And went for some like a few run, like the first run on it, I was like, wow, this feels, the best it's ever felt, you know? Oh, wow, and all right. So, and then I got like really excited. I was like, all right, I just gotta wear this brace all the time. And I was feeling okay through the week. And then like one day I wore it all day when I didn't even need to. I was just sitting at work and I was just sitting there and I was like, my knee hurts. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it took, when it, I ripped the thing off and then I just felt better. And I was like, okay, I'll only wear it when, <laughs> probably when I actually need it, like doing things. Um, but from there, it's like slowly been feeling a lot better. So getting a, doing longer hey. runs. So like I started flat, I did like a you know, 15 or 16 miler, like kind of flat with the brace and kind of took it on and off here and there, felt okay. And then the next weekend added a lot more elevation into it. Okay. And that felt better and felt okay. And the next day was fine too. And then just slowly been picking it up and then doing like hiking hill repeats and stuff, trying to just, I'm just tr barely treading the line of what feels like failure. But, and there's a little, I just noticed too, there's like a slight bulge yeah. oh below boy. the kneecap that I'm like, ah. But overall it's been feeling like way the best it's felt, so. All right. And I just did Cayuga trails on Saturday. Would you do 50K, the 50K? And that felt like really good actually. I was just like taking it easy 
And this little hitch that you got in your giddy up right now, is that normal it's little, hitch? No, or? it's a little, yeah, okay. it's kind of weird. It's So this is a recovery walk today? A little bit, yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so well, how do normal you, for the knee action, yeah. How'd you feel like you did uh, for the 50K? Did you feel, you felt good through it? It felt good, yeah. I, surprisingly, it was a great day, obviously. Oh, the, the weather like the was perfect, right? The best you couldn't ask right? for, anything better. And uh, yeah. I was worried about so many stairs. But I, that was exactly, I was like, well, it'll be a really good test of the knee, you know, see where yeah. I'm at. So the stairs were not my favorite, but it didn't like cause pain or anything. It was just like. Cause they're just, not really stairs, right? They're like weird. I yeah, mean, there they're are like, stairs over by devils, right? But they're not weird. They're like weird, odd cement. There's things. some that are like good size that you can get a good like heft going I guess and like mm -hmm. you feel like you're doing some good work but then a lot of them are like these little four by four yeah things and they're too small to where like one at a time feels like silly yep. you're like baby stepping you're like oh, yeah yep. but too big that two at a time is too much you know you're like yeah so they're they're so, not like really stairs yeah they, they just I don't know and then there's like a semi drums now <laughs> man <laughs> Impromptu get... drum band. Drum and fife. <laughs> I'm going to start hanging out here off more often because there's a lot more activity than my neighborhood. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Yeah, felt pretty good overall. Um, yeah, I was just good. taking it easy. I was like, I'm not going to push it or anything. I'll mm -hmm. just go and see how it feels. And, I finished like I was expecting like eight hours, maybe not not even finishing. I was like at some point right. it'll probably yell at me, my knee, and I'll drop. But, but it felt great. Like at mile ten, I took the knee brace off because it was just slipping around anyway with all the sweat. And from there on, it felt really good actually. All right. I finished in uh, six hours forty-five, so I was like pretty psyched on it. Hey, you know. And what? then yesterday, Mul multiply that by three. And uh, you've got a you got easy. a twenty hour finish. Easy. That's how it works. <laughs> the math is simple. <laughs> easy math. But uh, yeah, just even... submit that time and just be like, here, multiply this. Just I'm good. Time. I'm good. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like some way. I was like, yesterday was the least sore I've ever felt after a race of any kind and you so didn't throw like, another uh 20 miler on top of it i just I, I did feel like it but i was like i did like six miles or something just on around my neighborhood and felt okay good I'm good so i feel okay i feel like 100 is doable i mean i'm when you were telling me that you were doing like some self-administered pt <laughs> and it wasn't going so hot i was like oh boy i hope he's actually getting in runs but to hear that you got Cayuga 50K in there, that's that's good. This has been like, yeah, the last three weeks have just been like mega ramp of right. zero to, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I've been nervous for, but incrementally getting better. Well, you know, sometimes though, it sounds like, it sounds like you're not really a planner when it comes to this kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. So that would be weird for you to like totally 
you know, stress out and plan this thing and like be like, I got to hit these marks by these dates. Like that would be yeah. maybe more stressful. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I would do it way differently now. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm going to a doctor tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I would have done that a long time ago. But well, I just made the wrong call, you know, I was like, it's a, it's tendonitis. Yeah, yeah, I've been through this before and I know what to do. Right. I think I just made it worse, so. All right. Are you going to a, a sports ortho tomorrow? Or yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what do you think they'll say? This, I don't know. I was like, he's gonna shit his pants when he hears what I did over the weekend with the <laughs> knowing. But I feel like I, I, I do think that there's just something like I damaged something somewhere, and I think now it's like I have a, an after effect of that that's causing this discomfort. Like whatever the the bulges there, the slight bulging of the knee, I think is like something left over that's just, you know, putting pressure right. and discomfort. Like that's why it's, I think shifts through the whole day, you know, like, right. Yeah. So that's my hope anyways, that that's the news I hear is, oh yeah. yeah. So this what do normal. you, what would, what would be your ideal training load between now and uh, well, 17 days from now i don't know i mean i kind of my like, original plan was to try to hit like it's hard for me to get high mileage period just between work and kids and stuff so i was aiming for i was like all right i'll just get a good solid like 75 mile week with good elevation i was going to go down to like bristol and do you know mm -hmm. and i wanted to hammer in with some downhill like repeated sustained downhill which bristol again yeah right and that's still kind of the plan but i'm definitely not going to be i think i barely hit 60 over 60 miles this week with with cayuga in there and like i had a way less mileage the week before just the way things worked out i mean but if you're are you doing other things? You said you were biking to work and... I was, but I stopped that because right, I... because that was annoying. I was like, I don't know if this is helping or hurting, so... Are we going to get rained on? Should it's we turn maybe. the other way or find yeah, a shelter? Good. Good, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Got to cross that highway again, though. Because <laughs> the... <clears throat> inter... Yeah, so, I mean... So, are you... You're... Overall, you're just going to go and do the thing, right? That's where I'm at, yeah. I yeah. was, um, yeah, like a few weeks ago I was stressing out because I was like, this is ridiculous. I, yeah. I'm not gonna be in shape. I don't want to deal with the blown out knee at the race. And I should, maybe, I was even contemplating like, maybe I should just- Take the injury deferral. And... Oh, you can do that? I think I think there's an injury <laughs> deferral, right? Isn't yeah, that- how much I look into this? Isn't yeah. that new? All I looked at was how much refund can I get? I was like, well, there is some refund. That's good. I think, and, well, I thought there was an injury deferral. Actually, you know what? No, I looked into that and they do not do, it's like, from what I read, it said, injury is, sorry, sorry, buddy, you know. Oh, okay. You. Yeah, I haven't fully kept up. I know they introduced a whole lot of de deferrals. They yeah. had the pregnancy deferral, then they had the, um, you can take a year off kind of from doing hundreds to, and keep your tickets. And I, I think, know they added a bunch of stuff, so I wasn't. Yeah, now they've, they've pretty much, not up now they don't reading. have, you don't need to, you don't even need to do consecutive qualifiers, right? No. Yeah. So I think they, 
But yeah, I looked at that and I was like, uh, you know what? Like, either way, like, what if I if I go and it, what if I make it? You know? Then, then you will have. Then made I'll it. be psyched, and it'll I be think, either way. It'll be a really good experience and fun. I think much like you, we made this call just a touch too late. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get uh, a little moistened here. Not just because of our <laughs> awesome, awesome voices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're picking up the pace now. <laughs> so then the noise you hear is uh, the rain upon the leaves of the trees. I guess we could have also went to one of those shelters shelter back there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, we're not smart, Charlie. This All is right. uh, over the highway. Anything can happen. It's Anything can happen in podcasting, Chris. It's <laughs> generally it's supposed to be more of a controlled environment. Gotta be prepared for these situations. I know, I didn't even bring an umbrella. Look at that deer, it's like you dummies. We're so close though, I mean, it's right across the bridge. This is a, um, hustle, hustle. an audio experience. You get all the sensations. Yeah, right? If you have, if you have um, spatial audio AirPods. We need the high fidelity. <laughs> yeah. You should be, to the raindrops. You should be listening to this in your Maxell, in your Maxell cassette tapes with your big headphones on, on your hi-fi. Here's the fight. Here's the fight. It's not so bad. That's letting up. We're under a tree. <laughs> 390 crossing intermission. Here we come, up to the, uh, first the canal, and then the highway. That's good, this is what the listeners tune in for, you know? You don't record a podcast for two months, and then you take them on a walk through the and park. You go through the park. You get a different experience, but you know, like you gotta zazz it up. Keeping it fresh. Yeah. You know what? Tomorrow is actually the seventh birthday of the podcast. Really? Yep. It was June seventh, twenty fifteen. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Doing anything special? Well, I mean, no. We threw a first birthday party. That was awesome. The first birthday party was like, <laughs> man, was that great. Made it a year. Yeah, well, and it was like a celebration, you know? And like, uh, yeah, it was cool. We gave away, like, everybody from uh, all the race directors in the area donated uh, entries to races, oh, donated nice. all sorts of raffle prizes. Ascend Collective, the photography group at the time, which was Ron Hirkins and Mike Lesher. They uh -huh. donated like a whole bunch of like free prints. Um, awesome. Valerie uh, Mertzak made a cake and a bunch of cupcakes and Scotty Jacobs brought a bunch of Ithaca beer. It was like, wow! it was a big old party. We had a movie, we watched like a movie and rented out a, a place and Laura Howard's like, yeah, it was good, man. Yeah, we threw we threw the days of wine and roses, as they say. You know. Well, this is cool. Congrats. Yeah, seven years. Seven years. I mean, and the COVID years have been weird. Like scheduling is weird, and 
no races oh, yeah. to talk about and without the studio now like it's always a decision like can the person do remote and you know even though everybody does zoom and stuff for their work they still all talk into like laptop microphones or right, yeah they got their family and they're like i don't know you know it's just the last two years have been really weird for the podcast so you know for the people that are listening to this one it's because they've stuck with it for the whole time <laughs> so they know what they're getting themselves into you know rambling through gpp oh you didn't tell me we should have went that way we should have gone that way yeah. yeah i was like wait a minute we're not at the parking lot yet But now it's not raining anymore. We'll just get there to have less frequent uh, random events. Yeah. <laughs> get to the shelter. Well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You're going to a shelter in a rainstorm in the middle of a park. You never know what's going to happen. Could there was two empty bottles of Boone's Farm on the table. Oh. So. Um, so, yeah, let's talk. Tell me about some of these other races. Tell me about Angela's Crest. Like, what drew you... To that race and and that was your first one so like that was the first were you starry-eyed and starstruck when you got there i yeah I was, I was nervous as hell i could tell for sure in hindsight especially you know like i didn't note it at the time but yeah i was internally panicking even though on the outside i was like oh, good i'm good mm. but yeah i look back and i'm like man i was like memorizing aid stations everything right yeah <laughs> stressing like legit channeling stressing your, like channeling your stress into something productive yeah. but and uh totally over prepping and and <laughs> how the needles the other way <laughs> now it's like <laughs> yeah i like prefer to i that's how I've, that was kind of my my whole first year of this in a nutshell was like oy over prepping which is like my general Actually, like a lot of things, I'd overthink. But well, you're, lately, you're, you got a master's degree in a medical field, right? No, I have the PhD in optical. PhD in optical, okay. <laughs> so, so let's talk book so, nerd, right? So like, overthinking is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Comes, very, comes right with that. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at this stage now, like, I just kind of... Well, you I, know you survived when you were the least prepared, right? Like That's right. That's yeah. kind of how I prefer it now. I don't necessarily, like, I always, of course, I look at, do the little research and stuff. Like, when I got into Western States, I definitely spent the first two weeks immediately just being like, okay, let's read through this course, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, but I haven't really, I mean, I still glance at it. I know where, like, the clip notes are, but... Yeah, I'm just like, I prefer to get at it like, yeah, you know, I got a general overview and I got a, a general plan of what I want to do. I mean, and get to the finish, right? Yeah. Follow the flags and get Follow to the, the flags. finish. And I'm trying to, still trying to break 24 if I can. It's just going to be a little harder with that's the a, knee. That's so. about the knee and the training. Yeah. So now it's going to be a little more, now I'm like, it's less about the training now and more like, okay, mm -hmm. I gotta squeeze out every ounce of efficiency as possible. So it's like, right. how do I not spend 10 minutes at an aid station? You know, like, right. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. I, I get mean, there and I'm like, I love all these snacks. I'm gonna <laughs> eat this one. And this one's probably gonna change the way I feel right now. Right, <laughs> nope, right. That didn't... <laughs> uh, let me try another one. <laughs> try another snack, yep. So. Yeah, so when you, when you got, you over prepped for Angela's Crest and 
Was that a mission race? Like, uh, I, I'm totally prepared and I'm going to win this thing? Or was it like, no. uh, I'm prepared enough to survive 100 I, miles? That one I wanted to do sub 24-2. I mean, obviously, I just wanted to finish first. That was, but yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, sub 24 would be cool. And it seems doable. But I didn't. I think I ended up with 28 in the end. Uh, but my legs, like, totally blew up at mile 60-ish. Mm -hmm. Like, bad and it I just kept waiting for the recovery to happen I was like all right any minute you know right it's gonna happen and the whole rest of the way and I got like negative you know and I was like just complaining which is common obviously at that stage but I didn't keep it I was just like this is not going the way I wanted you know and right did you do it alone uh my brother paced me the last 25 on that Okay. Also, not a runner. <laughs> and he busted out 25 miles. <laughs> he busted out 25. Longest run he'd ever done. Wow. And he was doing better than me. Um, but. Uh, oh, you don't want to drink the real bottom of these two, by the way. Some some stuff down there. Yeah, that's the that's how they say it right there. Drink from the can, because they don't want you seeing what's down at the uh, bottom. Unfiltered. You pour it out. Oh yeah, it's totally unfiltered. That's, that's right. It's the good stuff that's going to heal the knees. Oh, it's it is. Like, yeah. It's give you some severe dry mouth, too. <laughs> but, so, uh, Angela's Crest, obviously it, it went well enough for you to decide you wanted to do it again. Yeah, it was exactly like the classic, you know, I, I was, yeah, at mile 90 with my brother just being like, this is ridiculous. Is I've done, I've gone over the line, you know, I found yeah. the... We can, I mean, it's not raining keep anymore. Cruising, do you yeah. want to keep walking? Sure. Is it helping or hurting? It's good for the knee, yeah. All right. Training. Drop this off and... Yeah, I figured, I was telling my brother, you know, I don't think 100s are in the future anymore, you know. This is, uh, this is too much. 100, 100K is okay. 100 miles, too much. But, yeah, of course, next day, literally, it's like... I mean, I was, uh, that was the most ecstatic I've felt for, like, two weeks at a time. Right. Like, every day, it was just like... Did it. Wow, that's cool. cool. You didn't have like the uh, the ultra blues where you're like, oh, what's next in life? And no, it was it was awesome, and then just kept right. trying to plan from there and getting overexcited and making my wife, you know, more yeah, stressed. Yeah. Now and... <laughs> you started. Now you have. I mean, you have little kids, right? And yeah. They're younger than mine, so you started this like. When they're zeros, I started, right? yeah, like and my wife years? holds this against me because she was like, here I am, like, you know, seven months pregnant, and you decide, I'll just take up ultra running. And I was like, I guess I did do that. Yeah, you're right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I started ultra running when I realized that what I was doing was I was waking up, holding a baby, going to work, coming home, holding a baby, going to yeah. sleep and waking up in the middle of the night and holding a baby and going back to sleep. And, and I was like, I need to like, I need yeah. a thing, you know? And exactly. Yeah. I, I think that was a lot of it too, that now looking back, cause I was deep, like right in the middle of the PhD, you know? And I was like, I had a lot of lows and highs in there and I was definitely a low area. Where I pregnant was just like, wife, PhD. Well, like, the pregnant wife was great. Like I'm like, oh, new, well, new yeah. baby, this I is mean, great. But, but the PhD, I'm like, now I have two kids. 
<laughs> and I'm still, I don't feel like I, I thought I was going to be done like next year, but now it doesn't feel that way. And I, you start getting down, but I'm like, and now I'm this deep in, how do I quit when you've put this, invested this much time? It's a lot like an ultra PhD. It's like, <laughs> I'm at 75. Like, I'm at uh, mile 75. It hurts. Oh, no. I don't, I shouldn't, I have no good reason to finish this. <laughs> It feels like, but I kind of want to for principle. I'm not going to like myself. <laughs> I don't. It's a lot of good. You could do a lot of analogies. Yeah. A lot of things come your way that you're like, I wasn't expecting this <laughs> or that. <laughs> this is definitely, none of it goes the way you want it to. Yeah, so, but it definitely helped like release. And that was like where climbing actually didn't work. Cause I was, you know, I had to like cram it. It was like, I can only go to the climbing gym during the small window of time after work. And most of the time it wasn't happening. And then you're like, all you want to do is climb outside, but you can't do that here really. Does climbing so, give you that uh, same thing where like, no, <laughs> eventually you run out of thoughts and you just keep running and like your mind stops thinking. Do you get not, that? Not for me. I mean, I enjoy climbing because it's like, it's it's totally different. Yeah, I, I never. I feel like you have to think it's more of so a much about climbing for me. Like, yeah. cause I'm in it, it's just like, oh, that didn't, you know, that move didn't work. How am I gonna figure this out? And that's like, for me, the the joy of it is, oh, I solved that, you know? And yeah, I found a way that works and I got up there. And, yeah, I feel like you and have getting to... outside, but that was the thing. It's like you train and train and train and train and then you get outside like for me it was like once twice a year cuz of uh, family and stuff and right, so, so you got to take your joy in the in the climbing gym. Yeah, which is not always there. And then I still love climbing, but I don't have time to do both obviously. Right. But it is a different it's a different yeah, it's just... Maybe like it occupies your mind so much you're trying yeah, to solve I, all the it problems. It could definitely tune out, like go yeah. and climb and be like, I'm not thinking about work and stuff. Actually, and that's kind of like, for me, the opposite, like running. When I'm running, I tend to think a lot about work, I, I do work and problems, but it's in a helpful way. It feels very yeah. constructive. It's like, okay, yeah, like I actually have time, like at work, people are coming by and interrupting me constantly. Right. And I can't ever sit and focus, but like, and I go run and I'm like, why am I thinking about work right now? But it's like, I actually feel like it doesn't feel stressful. You know? it's like, You're able to turn it over yeah. and like spend time with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's, that happens first and then all the restlessness gets gone. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I handled that Thinking, and now yeah. I can run. I've at least can say I thought about it. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No and, longer. That, and that's the thing I've been sort of missing a lot lately with running. Um, I haven't been able to, I just haven't been running enough that I haven't got to that part. Well, now when I start running, I feel like I have to hurry up and get done so I can get back to all the things. Uh, yeah. And and then I just choose not to run anyway because what fun is it gonna be? Yeah, you're like, and, I'll just be suffering and, yeah. and, I, and I just And I'll just be running not doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that's not the case, but that's that's exactly what it feels like. Is you know, yeah, it's definitely. It, it's uh, it's a weird. It, it's overthinking it, right? Like just put on your shoes yeah, and get the hell outside exactly. and go. But it, it's overthinking like 
what am I going to get from this? What's going to happen when I start doing it? What's going to be the end of it? Like, what bleh. am I going to? Yeah. So I, I prefer the, um, you know, strap them on and go approach. Yep, you know? that's the the way to go. And then what it happens happens. Say. <laughs> Whatever happens Whatever happens. happens happens. Yeah. Now we are in uh, kickball leagues. Kickball. Hmm. That dog is wearing a t-shirt. Nice. Cheer dog. That guy's trying to uh, catch and pitch with a beer in his hand. Dang. So this is, yeah, GVP. I've never really, I've been here a lot, but never experienced all the. Lots of weekday the activity. Yeah, the Monday. Monday activity. <laughs> the Monday GVP. I mean, that fife and drum band is pretty much... That was the peak. Yeah. Peak of the whole thing. Right? I mean, I don't know. Don't forget about the go-kart bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget about them so quickly. Hey, what if we cross the river? <laughs> Could be good. Uh, could be good. <laughs> I don't know. The rain looks like it's, it's skirting us. Like, a, you know, over there is nice and blue. Over there, not so much. Yeah. So, so uh, the... Uh, the idea of, you know, you, you run a lot alone or by yourself, you sort of do this. Is it, is it purposefully that you don't run with other groups or is it just because of schedule in life? Mostly schedule in life. Like I do like doing things with people and ultimately, yeah, like probably more than racing, I would enjoy just getting out and doing an adventure run, but it's, it is harder to plan, honestly, for one, I guess. I don't know. A race is like, you just, it's there. You're like, I have no choice but to accept this. We're it's like, committed. When it's I try to plan like an immutable. adventure, it's always like, well, it's it's fluid and it mm -hmm. ends up like slipping away. Yeah. And it's hard to lock down something, whereas races, it's just like, it's on the calendar. Yeah. There, done. And I don't have to plan about how am I going to, what springs are going to be flowing and what's not. And, yeah. Oh, that's the stuff I like, but at this point, yeah. And then, you know, coming home from work, it's like, I don't know what time for sure I'll be at home. I, so I just get home and a lot of my running in the midweek anyways, ends up being like late evening after the kids are down and stuff. So it's, yeah. That's how I started, you know, like I said, like put the kids to bed and I'm going for a run. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and now I just find I'm like so gassed and I'm just like I don't know if it's that I've had a completely different job you know and like a different discipline or a different mindset but like you're still getting out in the evening even after all the all the stuff so that's pretty good it's uh yeah easier in the summer when it's a little bit light daylight, it's a little bit and then yeah. you know even if the, it's raining you're like whatever yeah I can handle that and right winter's hard that's the yeah. Big it feels like there. you should be going to bed. <laughs> I put the kids down. I'll be like, the whole time, I'll be like, all right, just got to get these kids down. Then I go run. Just gotta yeah. get them down. And then it's like, as soon as I sit down, like, we have to give like a 10 minute breather, you know, like everybody's in bed and we have to wait. Yeah. The obligatory 10, 15 minutes to make sure everyone <laughs> actually falls asleep. And like, just in that period, my whole, everything shuts down. It's like, and then, you know, I'm like, Okay, 
I just gotta, guess I could go get some shoes on. I just uh, gotta get out. It's pretty cold out there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I did. All energy. The last, uh, one of the last podcasts, is, uh, podcast I did was um, Sarah Broach and um, her husband Todd. And she says during the, like days the when she was doing the remote learning and her, her son was home and she was home, she said she'd wake up in the morning and put on her running clothes so that like as soon as the opportunity struck, she was like out the That's door. That's a good And idea. she's like, she's like, so I'm making breakfast in my running clothes. I might even be making lunch in my running <laughs> clothes, but like as soon as it happens, You're then, ready. then she's yeah. ready and she's out the door. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah, I, th I, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, we all know Half the thing the when like you're, you're the, when you're first, you know, starting out running and they tell you how to do good habits and they say, like, put your shoes by the door or like, you know, <laughs> put all your stuff ready out the night before so you can mm -hmm. get up and, you know, you do those things, but you don't think about taking it to the extreme where you're like, I'm in my super suit. Just ready. Like, yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, it's going to happen <laughs> or I'm going oh. to bed in this stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, morning is way too tough for me. I cannot, can't do it. That's like, when I was doing my best running. I would wake up at five in the morning. Really? And I'd be out the door at like 5.45. And That's the only way it works for me is like if I have a commitment with somebody. So like, right. I have run with Greg Casto a couple times like, cause he's down for like any hour. And I was like, hey man, five, six a.m. And he's like, yep. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Then it works, but if it's up to me, forget it. <laughs> my uh, my departure from social media has made that extremely tough. Cause I used to just grab on to any group of three, I don't care, man, I'll, I'll run with whoever, you know? Like, what are you doing yeah. today? Uh, let's talk about running. And uh, I would just grab on to any group. And now I, I'm, not, I'm not out there and that's where the running community is is still out on facebook you know that's so. yeah that's probably the other half i don't have facebook either yeah so i can only prowl looking for trail work opportunities here and there oh. <laughs> yeah i don't uh i don't miss it i'm definitely like mentally better for not having it or being on it but um that's certainly a huge piece. And as you can imagine how the podcast, not having a social media presence <laughs> might be a, a challenge. Right. But that's another part is like, I used to have three, the way that the podcast was regular was I had three or four or five people. So when two or three people canceled, I still had a person. Yeah. Now when I got, you know, somebody and either I have to reschedule or they have to reschedule, I'm down to zero. Gotcha. You know, so then we... Go back to square then one. Then you get this like, yeah. Yeah. So it period. is. Dry spell. It is amazing how, uh, oh yeah, that's the bridge that goes back to the park. Bridge. Yeah. Uh, circles. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're going back to our cars, right? Yeah, works. I have a water bottle back there. That'll be good. Yeah, are you in charge of logistics for the Western, for Davin, or? Yeah, yeah, nice. Davin's, uh, I mean, Dobbin's dad has crewed him at every hundred he's been to. So Dobbin's dad is really in charge. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I'm, you know, right right next to him 
Um, nice. You know, one thing I can offer is that I've been out there before, which is definitely useful. And we're gonna have a two-car crew, so. You'll you know, be doing all the, yeah, hitting all the spots. Yeah, one thing you need when you do something like that, I found is you, you really do need somebody that makes the decision. Yeah. Because if you have a bunch of people going like, well, what should we do? Should we go here or should we bring this? No, I don't want to do that. I want to do, like, you can't, you can't have that, right? Like, the idea is this person makes the decision. You go there. Like, I'm going here. You go there. And that's what we're going to do. We're bringing this. We're leaving now. We're taking this. We're going go there. Back. Yeah. Like, you, you need that kind of thing. Um, that's a good tip. I will use that. Yeah, you have to put at least one person in charge. You um, call it. At, at most one person in charge, I should say. <laughs> you can't have two people in charge, and you can't have zero. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've been anywhere since the last time I went out the Western States. Like, I mean, we drove okay. down to Virginia for Hellgate, but I haven't been on a plane since the last time, uh, since 2018. Wow. So it'll be my next trip on a plane. Nice. So, Solid yeah. flight. Yeah, we're gonna go, uh, to hell, where? Chicago, dreaded Chicago. Rochester, Chicago, nice. Sacramento. Last time we did that, uh, sorted affair. The flight out of Rochester got delayed like 17 times. And then we like finally gave up. Okay, it's delayed till the morning. And then we all get text messages. The flight's leaving in like 20 minutes. Oh, and then we spend the night on the floor in O'Hare. So, it's horrific. and end up not in Sacramento. So, you That's, know, uh, Yeah, I already had that like American canceled my return flight and then shifted some other stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, guys, you're killing me. Yeah, that's a pain, man. I did try to move it to Sacramento because they canceled it, and they were like, we can do that. No cost to you. And I was like, awesome. And they were like, you're going to leave on Monday to take a red-eye flight uh, to Chicago and stay there for seven hours until you leave to Rochester at 3 p.m. And I was like, no. <laughs> They're like, but no cost to you. And I was like, no, no, that's... That's a, it's a, okay. A, there's a cost to my soul. <laughs> exactly. You don't understand where I'll be at that point. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Especially, Seven especially, hours and all especially if I only have one working knee. I'm not going <laughs> to enjoy it too much. Just be at the, oh, the Chicago bar. I feel like I, I joked about it last time, but it's on my list of potential things to pack, which is... You know, I have a lot of ultra ultra lightweight air mattresses, and it's it's on my yeah. list. I mean, for the size of a Coke can, if you end up getting delayed in Chicago, like that can change your night. You know, that kind of yeah. Every time I kind of get, I've I think I only had to stay one night one time overnight, and I'm like, there is no there's no options no like, for sleeping. Like, no, how do you they can. Not you can yeah. lay across uh, two seats that's, yeah. if you can get one. That's the best you got. But most of the time, it just looks like a morgue with a bunch of people like covering up with other people's hoodies, <laughs> yeah. laying on the floor. No, it's not good. 
But yeah, eye mask and an air mattress are mm. on my list. I have no air mattresses, so. No, you don't, you never like gone camping or anything? You don't have just like the inflatable? I have. I mean, you've already spent five grand on this trip, trip. <laughs> so what's another hundred bucks? I have the roll up, the cheesiest roll up uh, foam oh, no. you can get. It's uh, Get yourself a big Agnes. I have a hammock. That'd but be fun watching work, you yeah. set up a hammock in <laughs> ORD. That would be probably the most compact thing I have, yeah. They would Just be, between two pillars. They'd be watching you. They'd be like, hmm. Something <laughs> very suspicious here. Yeah. I think if you got it set up, they might not let you take it down. Or they might not make you take it down. I don't know, though. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, should be a good party. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm excited. So then you said you got uh, you got Angela's Crest right after that. I, I mean, do. here I thought we were going to, you know, do some talking about Western States and it was going to fill up all the time. But you got another friggin' race right after that. Yeah, this was like, I, as soon as I did Angela's Crest in 2019, I wanted to go back because I was like, all right, I blew it with the 24-hour, but I think next year, you know, and then, of course, yeah. 2020 got canceled and then I got deferred to 21 and that was um, wildfires so they canceled it wildfires came and burned through like a good chunk of the course and now they're able to actually put it on this year but it's actually they're still because of the wildfires they haven't recovered so they're doing like an out and back to the halfway which is like it's a very similar course profile to Western States. You like start in Wrightwood at like, I don't know, 6,000 and you work your way up. Uh, first a big climb up to, you know, eight-ish and then you go down and then you go like a climb to nine and then up, down, up, down and you slowly work your way down to, you know, close, like less than a thousand feet elevation total. And, <clears throat> but now it'll be like you go out to the 50, 50 mile part and then you work your way right back to uphill to right wood oh which is gonna be harder yeah yeah <laughs> you do but, like and you're and you're not seeing like that second part of the course right which is a yeah. lot of a lot of what people do angela's crest for right the cliffs like as you're going you down can, you know it's kind of like it's i have mixed feelings about it like Normally I'm not in, I, I like the, the concept of the point to point. Yeah. The most, obviously. But uh, I kind of into this out and back in this case, just because one, it's like unique, you know, you know, probably yeah. never happen again, maybe. Assuming no wildfires, I don't know. Right. And, uh, but two, like, yeah, like in the night, I'll be back in the high country, which will be cool. Yeah, not a lot of people, and you like, don't get to finish at the start line. Yeah, okay. and I, that's the stuff I like anyways. Although, I think of something like Twisted Branch. Um, halfway point is around the lab, uh -huh. right? So if you run out of OCP, you run all the way down, and you, you go through Naples, uh -huh. you go up Muddy Sneaker, you go down to the lab. Yeah. And then turn around. Think about going back and then be like, oh no. <laughs> that's oh. what it's gonna be, yeah. Yeah. And that's like close to where I blew up 
the first time. Like, I got to the halfway point, and I was like, all right, I'm on the edge. But And then there's like a little steep downhill section into like a little canyon, and then you work your way gradually uphill to the next one that's like 10 miles later. And I like charged the downhill. I was like, my downhill legs feel great. And then I hit like the uphill and I started going. I was like, I'm actually running uphill. This feels good at this stage. You know, I'm feeling really, this is positive. And uh, within an hour after that, I was like barely crawling. I was like, so oh, I no. and I got to the next aid station. I was like, <laughs> I just sat in a chair and I just like uncontrollably shivering. Oh. And I was like, this is not good. What's, <laughs> what does this mean? And I sat there for like, I think 45 minutes, just like, and the uh, aid station personnel were like telling my crew, like, can you get a blanket on that guy? Cause like, <laughs> Cause we don't want to scoop <laughs> him up. Yeah. And, uh, but, and then from there it was just trudge the whole way. But yeah, it was. Do you think that you went, because you were feeling good, you went too hard? I think I was, yeah, it ultimately mostly going too hard the whole way. The other thing too is like, you know, you know when you're like your, you know that tendon on the top of your, where your foot bent, the top of your foot goes like right off the top of your foot up your calf. Yeah. I think I had done like the shoelace thing where you tie them too tight or something like a week before. So I had some new shoes and I would run and I'd be like, oh, it kind of bugs me that, that tendon, you know? Yeah. And uh, got to that race, Angel's Crest. I, I tie my shoes on, I'm like, I kind of feel it, but right it's okay. Right in that spot. You know, I'll be okay. It's just a little, it'll loosen up. And got to like mile 20, I got to the aid station, and it was just like bad. It was like, guys, this mile is 20. way too uncomfortable. Like, I can barely, <laughs> and my friend had a yoga mat, and he cut a chunk out of it and stuck it in my shoe. Huh. And I ran like the whole rest of the race like that. Wow. And I had right. like a lump there for like, it's probably still kind of there, but. I will put that in the bag of tricks. Yoga, yoga mat for a yoga mat chunk in the uh, yeah. I kept it for, for a while. Shoes. It was like a little keepsake. I was gonna. <laughs> what kind of shoes do you run in? I was all ultra now. I just got some topos. Okay. The mountain racer. Like oh, I, the mountain racer ones. Okay. I heard some good things. I ran in the topo run ventures quite a bit, and I really like them a lot. The run yeah. venture twos were great. I like the. I love the ultra lone peaks, but they're like, the, I did, and that's what I did Angelus Creston, but they were like, it felt like slightly too little cushion, you know, like yeah. for a hundred mile. Uh, so I was like looking for something thicker and they have the temps and I tried those and I just keep like, it's just mixed results. Like you know, yeah. every year they come out with a new mod. The temp, and, the temp changes. And it's just so time. different every yeah. time. Like the first ones I got, I was like, these are, hurt my feet, my toes, they're yeah. too small. And then the next ones felt okay. And then the next ones felt awesome. And then now I feel like they're totally different again. I actually, when we went out to Western States 2018, um, Ultra was the sponsor and they had the yeah. brand new, never before seen Timps. And uh, I, I actually ran up the start line of the Western States course in the new, in the new Timps. And I was like, these things are amazing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love them. They're great. So I got a pair, ran in them for a while. Awesome. Temp two, nothing like the first ones. Yeah. Nothing. And I was like, well, that there went that. And now I'm not I'm not running enough miles. So my uh, 
my feet don't fit in ultras the right way. They're not like spread out enough anymore. Yeah. Um, so now I'm back to like more narrow shoes, but I've been running in a lot of Merrells lately and, and I really like the Merrell agility. So that's, that's where I'm at today. I was know? like the first pair of shoes I had, they weren't trail <clears throat> shoes. Maybe they were, I just had some Merrells and I was like, that was before I, I barely was running like three miles a week if that. Yeah. And I, would, I was like, these are amazing. Like, look at all the room in the toes. Like, cause every shoe I put on normally, like my pinky toe falls asleep. Right. I was like, is it me? I don't get it. Yeah. Once I got the Merrells, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Are you making uh, an extensive gear list? Like, do you have one bag of luggage just for gear? For for Western yeah, states? Yeah, Western. Or, or for any of your trips. You've gone out west a bunch. Like, do you bring a lot of running gear, or do you go pretty minimal? I have a pretty standard list, yeah. It's like, I got the same Solomon vest. I've had for, I think it's the Advanced Skin 5 or something. Yeah. Had that since the Mini on the Jenny. Right. Which I didn't even wear on the Mini on the Jenny because like, I got it like <laughs> a like, week before. You're like, it's only 40. I got, it, I got it a week before. I was like, you shouldn't do these things just before you. <laughs> then, yeah. That's the first, that's the only piece of good running advice you take. The one time I took running advice, yeah. <laughs> but it's all like faded out and starting to get threads and stuff. So this will probably be the retirement run of that, but I got I, that and then I just, uh, yeah, I'll have the topos and I don't, yeah, I got the tank top and the shorts that I know will work and I'll probably maybe have, I'll have a bandana just be, I don't usually do that, but I'll, I'll have one probably. All right. Just Why for not? ice and I stuff, mean, you know. I hear people do it. People do that. It's, yeah. Hobbs, Hobbs made the ice bandanas that he found online, the stitching and all that. Oh, So nice. you can like fold them and they store yeah. ice inside of them and stuff. That's that's the big yeah. Yeah. Plan for that. So they had um, they had full service aid stations when we went out there. Like they were all roped off, you know, the with the snow fence and everything. Runner goes in and the crew's got to go or pacers got to go around and. Um, as soon as you go in, they had two people there with like buckets of ice water and sponges. It was like you were going through a car wash, you know. That's like I'm um, almost worried. But like I tend to cramp a lot when I get uh, like water, like cold especially oh after exercise. So like cause in California, I used to surf too, a little bit, and it was like that was my biggest thing. Like almost every time I went out, my legs would just seize completely. Oh no! So you're gonna be like, get away from and me that's, with those uh, ice cubes. And when cubes? I was at Angeles Crest, like my friends, my this is the first time they'd crewed or anything, and they were like, "We got this great idea. We put this whole towel in a bucket of ice water for you." And I would come, and it felt amazing. Like I would sit down, and they just sit. They had two towels. They put one over my shoulders and one on my legs, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is this is great. And then, but then I'd get up and just be like. Everything's solid, just like oh, thigh muscles, no. quads, everything, just be like, oh, oh and can't... I'd spend the first mile just be like, oh, oh, oh. And then I got to some point, and I was like, no more ice towels, no more oh, stuff. No. <laughs> it's, it's 3 a.m., I don't need ice towels anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. kind of funny. But I, yeah, I might be avoiding the ice. Yeah, I mean, just on the head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my chiropractor tells me to always keep moving with the ice on. She's like, you keep the blood flow and you're moving the muscle, you're cooling it down, yeah. but you're not like chasing all of the warm blood out of it, you know? 
that's the whole yeah yeah so i don't i don't know how you could do that though in an ultra right like maybe it's just not for so long or something i don't know it's amazing it's gonna be i don't know i mean yeah. i'm not looking at any weather forecast yet because it's pretty silly right um but i mean it was pretty warm i don't see how it's not going to be warm like it's like almost always right and then they're yeah. in a drought as I mean, usual we're yeah. in 64 62 degrees right now definitely not heat acclimated that's no. for sure but you were just out there so that helped a little bit was it warm out there it wasn't that warm no mm. it was like 70 surprising i was in san jose <laughs> and it was like oh yeah, yeah it's always it's nice like, down there yeah, right it's not too bad yeah, yeah. but been yeah humidity is usually my biggest enemy so at least I won't have to worry about that. Guess, yeah. But. Are you uh, like, um, are you uh, an obsessive watch watcher? Like you're gonna be like checking out your pace and your elevation and all that and. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like like Angela's Crest, I had no watch, nothing, and I was like, that's the way I want it to be, you know. <laughs> but as I got towards the end, my brother had a phone with him, and I kept like. So. Yeah. How many miles have we gone, Ryan? How many, how many miles? And we'd be like, oh, we, got, we just got like one more mile to the aid station. You're lying. You just said that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I kept that. And uh, now I got one, like nicer one, you know. And I don't know. Yeah. I usually don't look at it, but I know, yeah, I'll be trying to keep on pace for 24 hour, I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. Not too, I don't know. I won't take it off, probably. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should at least do that, right? But you may have to charge it, like the Coros. Oh, is okay. Like you got the Coros. Amazing. Apex. Yeah, yeah, I did the Eastern States with it last yeah. year, and it went through the whole thing. And then I ran like for, like I feel like almost a week after that on the residual from that. Wow. And it was like. Is that that's the Apex Three or whatever? This is the Apex Pro. Apex yeah. Pro. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's been, and I was like, well, next year it'll probably like be like 10 minute battery life. It's still, still cruising. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty psyched on it. So. I mean, I, I, that's the whole thing with a Garmin was always like the battery life is awesome. And then Coros totally changed They that. just like, yeah. Yeah. It made, made Garmin's look Tanked like it. Apple watches, you know, like. Yeah. So my wife had neat. got me a Garmin Vivo active before this. That was like my first smartwatch, I guess. Yeah. And, it was good, but it can't go more than 50K. Like, right. And a 50K is like pushing it. Right, be. but like the, the 945, 935, 945, 955. Those will go, yeah. But they, they can't do hundreds for the most part. If you, if you turn off a bunch of the features and you turn down the satellite sampling and all that, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, the Coros is just head and shoulders above that nowadays. Pretty amazing. Know. You have to like, yeah. The, the interaction, the app and stuff is a little less like. Yeah. I don't know. And they don't have the whole community. You can't see your data like online. You can only go to the app, you know, I think. <laughs> I don't look recently, but. Well, they're paying their hardware engineers, not their software developers, <laughs> exactly. I guess. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you got planned? I mean, I, I, don't, I hate to ask, what do you got planned after Western States and Angela's Crest? Like, feels like that's more than enough. Yeah, but yeah. you're going to take I, the summer off and chill? Like, I'll, I've been eyeballing. I did the Shawanagunk last year. And oh, yeah. I mean, it went pretty good last year. But in general, like, I lucked out with getting doing well, I guess. Because like, how do you people, luck out seventy miles on? I was like, how do you luck out? 
I was like so unrested for that, you know? Yeah. Which was kind of a theme last year. I, I was sitting at the start line because it starts in the evening. Yep. And uh, I was sitting in my car, like waiting. I'd got there early and I was like falling asleep in the car. I was like, this is right. not good. I'm going to be. But Schwanagunk Ridge Trail, 70 miles, uh, un, unsupported, minimally flagged, right? Like yeah, no flags. Yeah, there's Period. like yeah. The, you have the course and blazes. There's yeah. blazes, and yeah. you know you go like you cross over, right? There's one aid station in the middle, pretty much. Is that how it they is? They have checkpoints throughout, yeah. so and that's just a guy standing there with a clipboard, yeah. who's like, "You made it. Good, good yeah. job." And <laughs> yeah, keep going. And, and then you can come back and see crew, right? Like you overlap your crew at one there's point. There's no crew allowed. Oh, there's nothing. No crew allowed. Okay, I thought there was a point where you saw a crew, but I guess not. No. I know there's, I know it's like no aid stations, no food. Their, their whole thing is like, yeah, they'd say the format is so like, so they can, it still counts as uh, if someone does break the record, like you can, you can, have you can do an FKT record. for uns okay. FKT, which is supposed to be like, yeah, not even like spectators, they say sometimes right. counts as like. Okay. Yeah, because they're giving you encouragement. Because yeah. they're like, yo, you're okay. And they're like, you're really good. And all of a sudden, that makes you run faster. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it was, I, that was one like when I was searching way back when I first was looking for like a race. I saw the show on again. You're like, what like, are the badass East Coast? Cool. And, I was, <laughs> and that one's always scared me, honestly. Yeah. I was like, 70 miles is a long way to go mm. with carrying my own stuff, you know? And Cause I'm like thinking about how I treat aid stations where I'm like, <laughs> like we were just saying, you know, I'm like, Buffet how lines. do I carry, you know, 12 packs of, you know, gummy bears and Oreos? I don't know, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> but I, it was kind of amazing. Like once I did it, I was like, I used way less food than I packed, so I had, it was heavy, you know, like, right. just stuff You never know what and, you're going to need, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'd like to go back and not be falling asleep on the course and, you know, a little less food, like, try to really max it out. It'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Like speed run? Yeah. Some of it's, it's a little silly for a race because, yeah, you pay money for literally just... Mm -hmm running the recorded your, time. basically yourself <laughs> like yeah, exactly the recorded time but it's kind of fun like it's it's funny because like they have two start times too for that one there's like a six or six thirty start and then there's an eight o'clock for like because there's a point a checkpoint in the race before you hit the mohonk preserve you have to the mohonk will not let anyone in there before 5 a.m so if you get to that checkpoint before 5 a.m they make you wait so if you're faster, you want to yeah, start Yeah, so later. if you're, like, faster, you start at 8 so that you have less chance of having to, like, sit there for, like, two hours and be, like, you know, yeah, seized up quads and stuff. Huh. And even some of the, like, in the, if you look historically now, like, the last couple of years, the fastest people have even still been waiting for, like, an hour or more. So, I don't know, I wonder if they'll start bumping that up even, but... I started at the 8 p.m. I was like, I felt pretty good because I'd gone through Eastern States and I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm like in top shape, you know? And, right. Um, I started with three other guys and uh, like, <laughs> I barely ran with them for like maybe 20 minutes, all three of them. And all three of them, like, I just joined Strava recent, like only just before that. And like, 
they're like the top three guys that are like, nice work, man. Like all the kudos <laughs> come from those same three guys. They're like, it's just like, well, we all started at eight. So it's, yeah. But the one guy I met at Manitou's Revenge and he was like, yeah, Shao Nuck. And I was like, I'll do that too. And, and I've seen him at um, a couple areas. We so we've been. I definitely buds. have some people like that that I see at certain races all the time, and that's how I'm friends with them. And yeah, you know, it's like, that's. But that's the one of the problems of not being on social media. Like, is I don't see or hear from those people anymore, right? I yeah. used to be able to keep up on their races and be like, hey, yeah, that's awesome, good job. And now I'm not. And like you, Strava, they, I appreciate that they don't turn it into a social media platform. Yeah. They could, and it could get terrible, right? It's like, like a, right on the border. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so close. Right. And, and like, it, if they went a little bit further towards a social media platform, it might help me, but it might also just turn me off of Strava. Right. That's, right. Like, it, it's something right on the edge. But um, they're they're already there, right? With with the advertising, and the stories, and it, they're they're pretty yep. close to where like I stop scrolling after a couple seconds because I'm like, ah, eh, I saw who ran yeah. today, and that's that. And now all of a sudden I'm into like subscribing thing yeah. going, and, uh, yeah. Well, and I'm into all of a sudden like uh, Molly Seidel, and like <laughs> Molly Seidel's telling me about her run today, and I'm like, oh, that's that's not my thing you know so i don't know uh, it's also me it's also it's like a little the, bit of like old man yells at cloud kind of stuff yeah. you know but i'm i'm just over to social media stuff i can't the do closest it. person to an elite athlete that i follow who is an elite no no doubt at all ellie pell just because yeah. i'm like oh she'll be there i'll be kind of curious to see what's going on you know yeah so but yeah, yeah it's just I'm afraid to go to any other Mm-hmm. top level athlete and, and like Ellie too it's like she's like I don't even really look at this so I'm like, perfect no, it's, it's just, just gets, the kind of person I want <laughs> it just gets posted out there she just doesn't it, look at all yep part of the contract probably of sponsorship which no I just think she just does it she posts out, out there, there so that it's out there recorded you know but that's it yep yeah so, so I don't know I mean I, I I've thought about like well what would it look like to go back out to Facebook? But mm, I'm just not. I consistently reaffirmed that it's a bad decision. So yeah. this will be what it is, and I'll see the people I see when I see them. Now that more races are coming back, I think that'll be okay. You know, I'll see more people at more races. Although yeah. I totally spaced on Cayuga, even though it's like the race that launched, helped launch the podcast, like. We did it uh, the week after, the day after Cayuga. Um, we went out for a run and we're like, let's record today. You know, like, let's just do it. Yeah. And we'll talk about Cayuga, you know. And That's cool. But I totally spaced on it this weekend. Like, whoop, out of my brain. Don't know. It's, it's hard. The Facebook is it's everything. <laughs> it, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's literally the worst. I've, I've tried, like, alternate ways, too, to, like, reach out to people and be like, hey, oh. I'm not on Facebook. Can you, like, give me a, drop me a line when something's happening? It doesn't yeah. work. I tried and to I get st- it. Like, it's, it's I tried so to easy even to start, just go to one place. I tried place. to even start my own message board. 
Nobody wants two places to go, yeah. you know. But I'm like, if all you ever go out there is for your running stuff, then go to this one. But they, but it's nobody wants two places to go. Yeah. They don't yeah. want homework, you know, like. Yeah. And they don't want to remember they have to text you every time they want to go for a group run. Yep. So. Understandable. You you pay the cost if you want the thing, but. That's right. I I'm so much better without it. Agreed. But we'll we'll meet up at Western States Western and we won't States. need Facebook to do it. Yep, you know? that's right. <laughs> be, we'll be the two guys with, I don't have a flip phone anymore, but it was recent. <laughs> it was pretty Chris. recent. <laughs> wow, okay. Were you T9-ing me with, earlier <laughs> this month? <laughs> it's been a little sooner. I think I got one, yeah, like just before. Actually, it was like 2019, I think. Wow, all right. It was like, yeah, my phone well, died. There is, there is really good food at uh, the Western oh, States. Man. Um, pre-race they got some good burritos there really? they, yeah it, at the like ski resort there's like three or four different types of pretty nice. darn good food so you know get there early we'll have some lunch cool. hang out I will be there it'll be fun awesome looking forward yeah. to it me too man good luck thanks <laughs> <laughs> Woo. so that was a really fun uh, trip through the park with Charlie. Honestly, from the go-kart bandits to the, the fife and drum band, the random cyclists and all the kickball players. I mean, man, I really hope that dude got, got back into the hospital uh, for visiting hours. Um, I hope you enjoyed the experiment. You know, after all, this podcast has always strove to be, you know, theater uh, for the mind or something like that. So, uh, yeah, the running talk was pretty good, too, you know. Didn't uh, made me laugh to beat the band. And uh, I'm excited to see what Charlie can put together uh, out at Western States, and I'm happy I'll be fortunate enough to be out there to see it. So uh, some of you may know, and I, I think it was mentioned in this episode, but June 7th is the official birthday of the podcast, and uh, it turned seven this year. Seven years of sharing awesome stories. And, you know, the last two years, they've definitely been weird, uh, you know, for the podcast and for everybody. But uh, we're still kicking. Uh, COVID and social media and the general state of everything seem to continue to put bumps, <laughs> bumps in the road, if you will. But the fact that you're hearing this shows that uh, you're still here. So thank you. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And as long as you are here and you are creating awesome stories to share, this uh, podcast will be here. And I guess that means uh, so will I. So you got that going for you and stuff. Uh, and again, thank you to all this month's Patreon supporters. Your continued financial support helps keep improving this podcast. Those very fancy microphones we used were uh, thanks to your uh, continued support. So I see you, and uh, thanks. So if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a supporter. Entertains you regularly. Let's, uh, we're going to go with more regularly. I think this experiment worked out, and that means that I think we can uh, be um, more fluid in our scheduling. How about that? So check out the homepage, runninginsideoutpodcast.com, and click the Patreon banner. Or find a link in the show notes. There are show notes, and there's some links in there, so check them out. 
One last thing, I'm always interested in your comments and feedback on the show. Even if I don't say it every episode, please drop me a line at chris at runninginsideoutpodcast.com and let me know your thoughts. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Keep in mind, the number one way you can always support the show is to tell a friend and help them subscribe. Thank you for listening and for uh, sticking around. Until next time, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you lost. See you out there.